This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If at any point during the show you'd like to learn some more information, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, feel free to head over to the radio page. There you can check out past shows and you can even subscribe to our show on either iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. That way you'll be notified whenever we do a new show and you can listen to it at your own time. Before we get into today's topic, first I'd like to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, good to be with you again. Oh, great to be here with you, Greg, on the show. Good to see you. Always great to see you and hang out with you on the radio and uh, for our podcast listeners out there. It's a lot of fun. I look forward to it. You're looking good today. You look excited. It looks like you're ready to go. I am. Yeah, I just got back from the vacation, so I'm uh, I'm pumped up and ready. Recharged. Yeah, I heard you went to that amazing new uh, Star uh, Wars-themed park at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh my God. What, what detail they went through in that. It's like, you feel like you're on another planet when you're there. It's really well done. Wow. Yeah. That's what I've heard. That's amazing. A uh, build your own lightsaber, uh, the millennium Falcon, uh, authentic model and ride. That's, that sounds great. I gotta get out to that. Gotta see that. Anybody who's a star Wars fan needs to go put that on their bucket list for sure. Oh was- yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Uh, you are too, right? Yes, yes. We, I mean, I grew up with it. My generation, you know, the 70s and yep. 80s. Uh, we watched yep. all those movies and had all the toys. You and me both, buddy. <laughs> yep, had them all. And uh, yeah, you and I are big, big Star Wars fans. And so that's always fun. In fact, you and I have a lot in common as far as movies we like. We can Off air, we do a lot of uh, before and after the show, a lot of movie lines, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we do. And we were both, we both lived in California um, a couple yep. lifetimes ago. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we exactly. share a lot in common. Yeah, we do. And we have fun on the show. So speaking of the show, uh, we're going to get into that in a minute. I, I can't wait to hear what topic you've brought, brought us today. But how have you been? You just got back from vacation, so you're doing good, right? Yeah, and trying to catch up. You know, those things I got to catch up on. So it's probably back to six days a week now for me for a little while, but uh, I don't mind. Yeah. So what's what are we talking about today? What's the topic? Well, we got a good show actually today. Um, we're going to be talking about um, two things, both some of the shocking retirement statistics. There's been a lot of articles lately, a lot of talk about these statistics as our baby boomers are headed towards retirement, and as well as three common retirement strategy mistakes. So first we'll focus on some of those shocking statistics that I mentioned. And as most of them have to do with the savings habits of the average American. So you've likely read numerous studies, you know, examine how people are saving or 
to be more precise, how they're not saving. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> how most of them are not saving for retirement. Yes, and I have a uh, some stats that I gathered from an April 2019 Motley Fool article, and this one is titled Five Jaw-Dropping Stats About Americans' Retirement Savings. And if uh, listeners would like to check it out, this is available at fool.com if you'd like to read it. So you've probably heard that Americans are behind on their retirement savings, but would you believe that a third of them have less than $5,000 saved? Ouch. $5,000. When you said shocking, you weren't kidding. That is terrible. Yeah. And even worse, one in five have nothing saved at all. No retirement savings whatsoever. This means that when these workers do finally wake up and start saving. And I always have people say, why didn't I do this when I was younger? I hear that all the time. I bet you do. (laughs) They're going to have to save more and probably work longer um, than most other people. Yeah. So just how far behind in savings are most Americans then? I mean, uh, obviously, if a third have less than $5,000 saved, it's not good. Yeah. uh, Good question. And, you know, many of those who have been savings don't save enough. So according to this article, the median household retirement savings account has a balance of only about $50,000. Now that's that's all households. Now baby boomers are, are a little bit ahead with a median savings of 152 and their kids, Generation X, that's uh, that's our generation, Tony, <laughs> have, yeah. a, have a median retirement savings of 66000 And then the group behind us, the longest time till retirement, so they have time on their side, the millennials, they have just about 23000 saved. So why are so many people so behind in saving for retirement? Well, one reason that the retirement savings accounts are not where they should be is that a lot of Americans are actually leaving money on the table. If your employer offers a 401k match, which most do, and you're not taking full advantage of it, you might as well be handling handing them your wallet. I mean, that's basically like leaving money on the table um, as a whole. And this is what's shocking is like, I still hear this. I saw somebody um, a few weeks ago before my trip and she was shaking her head and said, yeah, I'm not taking advantage of the match. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, People are still doing this. And as a whole, Americans are missing $24 billion in unclaimed matches every single year. That's basically free money. Yeah. uh, uh, And that number is staggering. So a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are leaving money on the table. And according to a financial engines uh, survey cited in this article, um, that means the typical employee is missing out on about $1,300 of cash each year. So yeah, basically they're just handing the wallet and leaving the money on the table, as you said. Yeah. And it's never a good idea to leave money on the table. It's free money. Why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, so they have, you have to start taking advantage of that. If you're not doing it, do it. Um, another reason that retirement savings accounts are lacking is that nearly 30% of Americans have already taken some type of withdrawal. So either a loan or just a straight up withdrawal, whether it's hardship to pay down a debt or an unplanned medical expense or even paying tuition for children or even grandchildren. And it can be tempting, you know, and and understandable sometimes. Some things are beyond your control, obviously. But to consider a 401k loan, the ramifications can really reverberate well into the future. I mean, withdrawals hurt the growth of your retirement savings. And you could incur fees and penalties as well. So ideally, you should have a separate emergency fund for situations like those that might force you to take out a retirement loan. 
So how much should we have in an emergency fund then? Well, I get that question quite a bit too, you know, and a lot of um, financial planners say one year of income, some say six months, some say nine months. Uh, But according to this article, um, the one in March 2019, this one's entitled Emergency Cash Reserves from TheBalance.com. So you should have at least, so this is the minimum, bare minimum, three months of living expenses in your emergency fund. So that means all your monthly expenses, which includes your mortgage, your rent, your, you know, your utilities, uh, gas and food, how much it takes you to live basically each month. So if you can live on 2000 a month, which, you know, isn't too easy unless your house is paid off, um, you should have a emergency fund of at least $6,000 to help you avoid illness, injury, you know, any, any, any missed work. And it's also a good idea to have um, what the article calls an opportunity fund that you can use when unique opportunities present themselves, whether it's investing in the stock market or a real estate opportunity or any other type of investment. Well, so far, I have to be honest, (laughs) Greg, I'm not thrilled (laughs) about some of these statistics. I feel like a lot of people out there are in poor shape when it comes to their retirement strategy. Yeah, I mean, it definitely paints a a, a bad picture. And that brings us to the article's last uh, shocking statistic. Uh, it can be difficult to save for retirement if you don't know how much money you're really going to need in retirement. So in the article, uh, 46% of Americans, uh, nearly half, are guessing how much they need for retirement. And only 12%, only 12% of Americans surveyed in uh, Transamerica's most recent study have used a simple basic retirement calculator to determine their financial needs in retirement. So if you're if you're behind on your savings, whether or not you have a goal, it's not too late to design a strategy. Odds are you're going to live longer than you expect and you'll incur unplanned expenses during retirement. According to the Social Security Administration's website on ssa.gov, on the life expectancy page, a man who turns 65 can expect to live until age 84. And a woman who turns 65 can expect to live even longer. Uh, 86 and a half is the average. So not only are people behind in savings and potentially taking loans out on what little they have, they're also unaware of how long they're going to live and how much they need to be saving. Uh, maybe we should rename that article Frightening Statistics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like they need you really bad, right? I mean, that's what you do. That's, this is where you come in. Yeah, making a plan is is really the key. And that's one of the rewards that I get um, from my practice is when people come in and they don't know how much they need and they don't know what their retirement's going to look like. Having a clear plan in place and seeing how it lines up really alleviates um, the stress. And you know, the statistics we've discussed today, you know, they can be frightening, but you can improve your situation by creating that strategy. So just remember, the sooner you start, the better. So don't delay. All right. So I think we should stop a moment here and let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. If you have any questions on the show um, or if you'd like to talk to me personally about developing a strategy just to see where you line up, um, give me a call. 791 791- 2924, or you can visit us online at therogroup.org. Well, that's great. And I, I know our listeners can just give you a call and you're an easy guy to talk to. Now, so far today, Greg, we've been talking about shocking retirement statistics. Where do we go from here? 
Well, now we are going to focus on some mistakes that can pop up when you're creating your retirement budget. So our reference for this segment is another Motley Fool article from April 2019. And this one is titled three reasons you may be miscalculating your retirement income needs. So let's address each reason and then determine some ways to avoid these common mistakes. Yeah, that sounds good. So what's one of the first ones you have? What's the first common retirement strategy mistake? Well, you've likely been told that you need to determine your retirement expenses so you can create a plan that adequately addresses them. However, accurately forecasting the future can be challenging. I mean, we always make jokes about the weatherman, right? So think about the TV weatherman's yeah. plight. Yep. <laughs> they often get blamed for forecasts that prove inaccurate. Well, yeah, because it's frustrating when they forecast one thing and then in reality, the weather doesn't match up. Right. And it does feel like it happens a lot, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> seems like all the time they're getting it wrong. And but however, you know, according to uh, SciJinx.gov, uh, that's an this is an educational website. Seven day forecasts accurately predict the weather about 80 percent of the time and five day forecasts accurately predict the weather roughly 90% of the time. Wow. So even with accuracy like that, the audience usually only remembers the wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> so much like the weather forecast, you know, I find that people's personal financial forecasts are often 80 to 90% correct. Um, so in this segment, we're going to focus on a few things that can fuel that inaccurate 10 to 20%. Ah, I think what you're saying here is I should probably cut the weatherman or weather person some slack on the inaccurate forecasts. Uh, I'm going to think about that, but it's hard. You know, Greg, I remember that day I got soaked at when the weatherman said it was going to be clear. I, I don't think my shoes have even dried out yet. Yeah, they ruin, ruin your picnic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what that, um, I know what that's like, and it's, it's really related to um, what one of the mistakes mentioned in Motley Fool, and it's called uh, recency bias. And so the idea of that is that it's easy to remember things that have happened most recently. And, you know, we right. see that in gambling, too. People always, oh, I always win here. I always win here. But, you know, you lose probably 90 percent of the time, but you only yeah. remember what you want to remember. Right. Uh, so accordingly, when when creating a retirement budget, many people assume that their expenses are going to stay the same. But things often change as you age. You may need to pay someone to do work around the house, for example, that you used to do yourself. Uh, you may find you spend a little less on gas because you're not commuting to work, but you're home more often, so you're spending more on utilities. So you can't exactly predict you know, what expenses will change, so it's a good idea to have some wiggle room in your budget. Well, extra wiggle room is always a good thing. I know that's why I wear baggy clothes, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next common mistake in the article? Well, this one I like because um, I actually talk about this to my clients too, and it's, uh, it's boredom. Um, boredom is another factor that can affect your retirement budget. So during your working life, you spend, say, 40 hours each week at work. So work is relatively inexpensive. You're not spending money at work. I mean, even if you factor in the cost of commuting and then the occasional lunches, uh, most of your time was occupied with, with work responsibilities. In retirement now, those 40 plus hours now belong to you. So you got to find something to, to fill that time gap. So it's, it's something that 
most soon to be retirees look forward to all that free time. However, it, it can lead to boredom. So that's a lot of calendar time to fill. And it's likely that you'll be spending more uh, money to fill some of those hours. Even if your hobbies and interests are relatively inexpensive, you may spend more money than you initially expect to. Right. Like more golfing or travel, things like that, right? Yeah, definitely. And a, a nerdwallet.com article um, from May 2018, this one was titled, Let's Get Real, uh, What an Average Retirement Costs. And they say the average retiree household spends almost as much on entertainment as households in the 25 to 35 year age bracket. And that's at nearly $200 a month. And that doesn't include food, which averages $483 a month for retirees, according to this article. And that gives you a monthly average of nearly $700 just for food and entertainment each month. Wow, that adds up quick. Yeah. Um, and I would caution you not to assume that you know all expenditures, expenditures are going to be more than expected. In fact, according to the latest Bureau of Labor Statistics data, older households, these are households led by someone 65 or older, spend an average of 45750 per year. That's roughly $3,800 a month, we'll call it. So that is nearly $1,000 less, actually, than the monthly average spent by all U.S. households uh, combined, regardless of age. So older Americans, in fact, do spend less, but it's really not a question of how much they spend versus the other households. It's about how much they spend versus what they expected they would spend. So often their forecasts are too low. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's key right there. So to figure all this out, if our listeners out there need help with this, which they will, how do they get a hold of you? You know, please give us a call at uh, 791-2924. I love talking with our listeners, um, bouncing some ideas, um, assessing your risk assessment, seeing what your goals for retirement are. I've got a lot of good information on our website at therogroup.org. And if you haven't followed us on Facebook yet, please follow the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook. We post articles regularly. Well, that sounds great. And, and today we're talking about all these shocking retirement statistics and now common mistakes when we create a retirement budget. And you're referencing a Motley Fool article uh, from just a month or two ago, the three reasons we may be miscalculating our retirement income. And I think we have one common mistake left from that ar article. Uh, what's the final common mistake? The final reason you may be miscalculating your retirement budget, and this is again according to the Motley Fool article, is inflation. Now it's a common thing that many retirees, they, they overlook that you know, when they're creating their budget. So perhaps your monthly utility costs are $100 a month today. Due to inflation, that cost is likely to increase, just as everything else will. One thing that may not increase with inflation, depending on where it's coming from, is your monthly income. So you will feel your budget covering less and less over time. Yeah. And, you know, we hear about inflation, but what does it mean in reality? Give us an example. Sure. Yeah, according to an April 10th, 2019 Bureau of Labor Statistics news release, says the CPI, the Consumer Price Index for all items increased 1.9% in the 12 months ending this year, March uh, 2019. If you assume 2% increase every year in a 20 year retirement time frame. those utility costs that were $100 today 
are now $150 a month in 2039. So that's a big increase in just one category of your budget. So imagine how inflation could change your your overall picture when all those costs go up. Well, yeah, it's huge. A 50% increase over 20 years would have a, a big impact on anybody's budget. Yes, uh, exactly. Um, now, that's just one hypothetical example, but inflation is certainly impacting retirement strategies. It is also one reason that many retirees are considering working part-time in retirement. Working in retirement can impact your budget as well. So as, as we mentioned, your savings and your Social Security will likely not be growing at the same rate as inflation. So working part-time may help make up some of that income gap. Well, I often think of retirement as a time we may no longer have to work. Are you saying that might be, you know, that I might have to work? Well, for for some people, yes, that might be true. But however, there are many reasons that retirees actually choose to go back to work. And it could be that they do so for social reasons. And, you know, that, that boredom factor that we mentioned earlier, you know, meeting some new friends. Or they a lot of times take jobs that align with their hobbies or entertainment. Um, these factors add a personal fulfillment as well as the additional income. Well, that makes sense. It could be a way to fund or maybe influence some of the leisure time as well, right? Yeah, great point. You know, maybe picking up a shift at a clubhouse leads to cheaper green fees at the golf course. Or maybe ushering at the stadium allows the sports fan to attend more games and still make a little extra money on the side. Um, volunteer opportunities, too, at schools, museums, um, they provide options as well. So working, you know, quote unquote, can really have a different definition in retirement. Yeah, that's true. I think that's good because it puts things in a, a different perspective. Yeah, that is a great word uh, to summarize our episode today. Perspective, uh, inflation, the cost of boredom, and the rising financial expenses um, are just three places a retirement budget built around a sunny forecast can suddenly be faced with unexpected rain. Now, did you like that one? You like how I twisted that around? I love that. Very good. <laughs> Working with a financial services professional can really help you avoid um, these budgeting mistakes and finding the right perspective for your financial situation. Very nicely done. Uh, in the business, we call that a callback. That's good. <laughs> uh, and as usual, our time has just flown by and our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to share with us, Greg, before we go? Yeah, at the Retirement Optimization Group, you know, we take our responsibilities to our clients um, very seriously. And I am passionate about getting these budgets figured out and making sure that those three mistakes don't happen. So if you'd like help with your plan, you want to see a forecast, we've got great financial reports um, to provide for clients to give you a clear picture of your retirement strategy. If you have any questions, you want to learn more, give us a call, 791 2924. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. 
Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.